0: Hello, folks. Today, Matt and I sit down and we discuss how we make six clients working with one coach feel, smell, and actually be personal training. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Alloy Personal Training Business Podcast, where we'll share our insights on how to make more money, how to help more people, and how to be a better leader for your business and your community. We've been in this game since 1992, and we'll share our successes and failures along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Good morning, Matt.
1: Rick, what's going on, man? You, brother. You. You were just out of town. I was. Where'd you go? uh,
0: I spoke at the Perform Better Summit. They're back to live events. Back to live events. That was probably fun, huh? It was great. like a reunion. It felt like everyone was like, uh, you know, almost manic just to be out and to see each other live and in person. So everyone was super excited. It was a great crowd. I think they were at around 60 to 70% capacity, which is better than they, they were shooting for 50%. And it was a lot of unique uh, first timers. So that's good overall, right? Like maybe some of the people that have been doing it for a long time, they didn't come, but it was a ton of like fresh faces there.
1: Yeah. So it was great. When's your next one?
0: Chicago coming up in a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I loved it. And I did 30 years of hard lessons. So it's, you know, you get to lay down the fire and brimstone. I sound like a grouchy was that like dude.
1: a 12 hour talk?
0: I know, right? Thirty <laughs> years of lessons trying to get that into an hour. It's like, uh, don't be a jerk. Uh, work hard. Um, let me see. Yeah, it's just basically a bunch of stories that illustrate points. <laughs> You're a good storyteller. Give well, you've got to have those, right? That's you know, it's the stickiest thing. Like from a marketing standpoint, storytelling yeah. is more sticky than just bullet points. That's for damn sure.
1: It's a true art, man. Being able to storytell. Okay, Matt.
0: So I'm a little bit hurt. Feeling hurt. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, last mm-hmm. night I was talking to Andrea, and I asked her. You know, in no uncertain terms, babe, am I the only one you've ever been with? And she deadpan looked me in the eye and said, Yes. All the other ones were nines and tens. <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to follow that up. <laughs> what, you even just rode on the plane looking that up or figuring that out? <laughs> Dude, I got them. I got them on deck. I'm in that
0: age now. I'm like nothing but, I'm full of dad jokes and nothing else. Oh my
1: gosh. How do you get a blind person to see? Usually by boat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I like that, dude. That's good.
1: Uh, I can't remember those long ones. (laughs) I know. Some of the ones I love are way too long.
0: I know. Oh, man. Well, here's what we're going to talk about today, folks. Um, I get a lot of questions, and of course, doesn't everybody say that? Like, you know, I've been getting a lot of questions about but I'm talking about through the lens of franchise candidates. So it's not like a lot of people in the industry ask me this. But when I'm on calls, because we service personal training in a different way, I think somehow people think it's not personal training. So I had a great call this morning with a with a good alloy candidate for the validation, CEO validation call. Mm-hmm. And um, he, you know, when it's time for him to ask me questions, he simply asked. You know, there's a lot of class-based concepts out there, um, you know, how do, how do you guys different your, differentiate yourself from personal training and from class-based concepts? And I, it was an interesting question. And I think a lot of people have asked that in different ways in mm-hmm. our process. And I was a bit surprised because I think for me, it's like, well, it's not different than personal training. It is personal training. sure is. But I think when people start digging into the mechanisms and how it works, they see that we're training six people with one coach. And for some reason, they think it's something else. Like on one end of the spectrum, you have class-based fitness concepts of which there's plenty. On the other end of the spectrum, you have a couple of one-on-one concepts, which are typically, again, they're not as scalable and they're not as profitable. So it's not as good for the consumer, not as good for the business owner. And we sit in the sweet spot in between. But what I want everyone to hear and understand is that we are attacking the same customer avatar as the one-on-one training gym. We're just giving them a better, better value proposition. And it is at the end of the day, it 100% is personal training. So I thought it would be nice to knock up a a podcast on what are the things that make six to one personal training. And this Mm -hmm. will be good for any candidates that are listening to try to understand, like, how is this personal training? It will also be good for anyone that's a current franchisee that's running the play as a reiteration of how we think about it or anyone in the industry who's running a play that, you know, that's similar to understand how is it. That you make six people feel, smell, look like personal training. So I think it's a great topic.
1: Yeah, I man, for sure. I mean, that's that's what's on our door, and that's what you know people are coming in. That's what they're asking for.
0: So. Well, it's the same brand promise, and I'm very proud of this, that we've had for, since 1992. Mm-hmm. Granted, back then we serviced it in a one-on-one setting, started out with a one-hour, one-on-one session. Then we went to thirty minutes. Then it went to a couple people and then three and then four. And then we tried eight and we came back and we actually landed on six through massive amounts of trial and error, not only in our facility, but with our licensed facilities uh-huh. as well. And that's about that's the peak number for client value, meaning we can bring the cost down where it's a very valuable proposition to the, to that right avatar. But then on the other end of the spectrum, it's the limit that we can go to and still keep the claim and the name personal training on the front door. But I think this will give us an opportunity to discuss how do we do that? Maybe not necessarily the nuts and bolts, because we've talked about that ad nauseum on a million other podcasts, how our programming works, how our scaling system works, all of those things. I think more along the line of what are the things that really make it personal training beyond the business systems? Because I think in this day and age, if you say we're personal training because we have kettlebells or because we coach exercise well or because we have dynamic workouts or because the facility's clean or we have towel service, to me, that just barely gives you the right to even be in business. And I think it puts you on par with like a 9 million other fitness concepts that are out there. So then what is the stuff that then makes six people as good, if not better because of the value proposition than one-on-one training? So that's what I would like to discuss today
1: okay all right well
0: let's go let's do it well you're building these not only the workouts but also the customer experience so what are your thoughts what in a nutshell without digging in too deep right now what do you think is the thing that makes
1: what we offer right out of the gate people come to you for your expertise and they need help right they need they need somebody that expert to show them what they can do what they can't do so what we're really good at and we've again scaled it to six people as we are very no matter how many you know who's in front of us we can specifically give each person what they need based on their you know fitness level injuries and things like that so that's you know rule number one it's not everybody does just does the workout and we're going in a circuit, right? right?
0: Well, and when we get back to why business systems are so important is because it gives you a platform to stand on to scale. Mm-hmm. But then beyond that, it's still personal training. And we right. always talk to people about this because you, you, know, you run the risk of, as you describe it, if it's just a high level look, you know, a personal trainer or a coach might look at it and say, oh, well, I don't want to do other people's workouts. Well, anybody that's running this or that's in an alloy franchise, and I can tell you that if you're not you still have to be a coach. Mm-hmm. Like we try to account for regressions, progressions. If you're injured in this way, do this, you know, if this, then that algorithms, that type of idea. And most of that's nailed. But the fact is humans aren't completely static. You know, they show up and they are a, an advanced level client that can do anything you want in the gym. So you're giving them the power level workout in our systems. And then it turns out that they, you know, tweak their back, like, you know, lifting some mulch in their backyard this weekend. It's like, well, then all bets are off. You have to coach mm-hmm. around that. So it is really about approaching each individual from an exercise standpoint first. Like you mentioned, like what does that person right in front of me need today? That means how do they feel today? Do they have any little injuries that have popped up that don't necessarily, you know, necessitate a complete program redesign? You know, where are they mentally? Are they in a good mood, bad mood, right? Have they been stressed? Are they getting a lot of sleep? I mean, there's a lot of things that factor in. Mm -hmm. to, hey, how are you today? Essentially, you better ask that because you're going to get an answer and that answer is going to dictate how to apply that workout. And you've got to use some common sense. And we've got everything handled from a system standpoint. Again, here's a massive platform to stand on where you can scale like crazy, but you still have to be a coach, right? And what it boils down to, to me, because that's the exercise piece, but I think more importantly is treating every single person in front of you, whether it's a group of six or one, as if they're the only person that you're training that day. Yeah. Now, Matt, you've built, um, you know, our seven core tenants, which is all the little soft stuff around the workouts that make them feel, smell, look like personal training, right?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And and those are, you can go back and listen to the seven core tenants podcast, you guys, but it's just things like, you know, we're using the name game. We're explaining the benefits, of the exercise, we're introducing them to other people to build community. We're finding wins. We're asking them if they're coming in for the next workout. We're thanking them as they go out the door. If you just do that, that gets you to that. I think we talked about this last time, that consistent customer experience will uh-huh. help drive it. But I think, you know, to take it a step further, it's what does every single person in that group need as an individual? And more so than what's happening in the workout is what do they need from you as a health advisor, coach in their life to be successful, not only in the gym, but outside of the gym?
1: Well, that's accountability, right? They, they need somebody. That's why they came to you. They wanted somebody to guide them through this journey. So, and then most times it starts out with just simply showing up to the gym, right? <laughs> are, are you keeping them accountable to coming in? When am I going to see you next? One of our core tenants. But it always, like you said, it grows beyond that. What are we working on next? You know, after that first 30 days, we're consistent working out, probably going to nutrition, right? Are you getting enough protein or could be something else. Maybe they're getting ready for a race, right? Are you going outside? Are you doing your the runs that we talked about or whatever it may be. And it's somebody guiding them all the time through whatever it is that they're working on. And it could be even just tough times, right? it could be just like, Oh God, how's your sleep going? How's your stress? I mean, it, it's changes all the time.
0: Yeah. And to your point, our retention level is world-class. Mm-hmm. The reason that it's world-class is because each individual is going to have in, say, three years, or we've got folks here at the corporate gym, you guys that have been here as long as we've opened, imagine having someone for 30 years. Right. Do you think it's realistic to think in 30 years, if you plotted their beginning and, and there's still continuation here at, at Alloy that it's just this linear path? No. No, it's, yeah, all over the place. <laughs> all over the place, because you know, you'll have death in the family. You'll have ups and downs with your weight. You'll have times when you're busier at work. You'll have times when you... You know, you're vacationing more. I mean, all these things come into play. It's our job as a coach and a personal trainer Mm -hmm. to manage people through the lens of health and fitness to manage all of that for them. Right. And so I think when you look at what's going down in, say a group of six is that, you know, where each individual is, you know, personally what they're going through in their personal lives. And you can keep them on track, whether it's just giving them, you know, some people need a little bit of like ribbing, you know, because they're doing well and you want to push them a little bit. Other people are having a really tough time in their personal lives and they need a little bit more sugar than shit, you know, as an idea. So (laughs) I I think all those things come into play no different than if you stood out on the floor and trained one person after the other as a one-on-one client, you would just be talking to just that person. So you'd know everything about them. We've got all the communication tools and everything to scale that to six people. So to your point, each individual is getting what they need at that point in time based on who they are and what their goals are, period. And a lot of it has to do with not just the workout in front of us. It's the things outside the gym. Sure. But the lenses that you have to put on the business or that those clients, if you're a trainer and or an owner, is each person is an individual. It is by default personal
1: training. putting a personal back in personal training, baby. Well, it's it's true, you know, (laughs) and I mean,
0: I I think when you look at it on its surface, it's like, well, how can you do that? It's like, well, A, we have the technology so that, again, that system to stand on. And B, you've got to be the right makeup. Like you've mentioned before, the passion should be not in coaching dope-ass workouts, but as a trainer, but in actually helping people. And we're giving you a vehicle to do that, but you got to go out there with your heart first and say – these people right in front of me right now, what do they need from me? Yeah, I mean, right?
1: it's just like a, a true interest in other people. I mean, we, we'll do things in here where we're literally like, all right, you know, during your shifts this morning, I want you to learn two things about every, every client that walks in, mm-hmm. right? And we'll talk about it later, right? Kind of help kind of coach, get people to comfortable to doing those things. But that's what it is, right? Because if you're a training person one-on-one, you literally, like you said, you know everything about this person. You might be like their second kid.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, in a lot of ways, you are. You become you become a friend, a confidant, all the things that right. in a healthy relationship between trainer and client can be very impactful. You know, again, you can. It's tough to then keep those professional boundaries. I think we've all struggled with that. People that have been in that seat. Yeah. So I would say, uh, not me. I'm very professional. <laughs> I mean, listen, Madonna's baby's not mine. Oh, I've said that I a million times. I don't even get to that. <laughs> well, I mean, the only way it wasn't was because of my professional boundaries. She wanted me to. Give her a baby, but I didn't do it. I didn't, Max. I'm a professional trainer and a boy. Thank you. Proud of you. Thank you. I want some props. That's all I'm I'm looking for. Some props. Thank you. I'm proud of myself. Self. I'm proper baiting, as we say. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) But I think you know, listening to this, I hope it helps. Like our franchisees understand, like each individual is the same. Coaching great workouts is not enough. Certainly with the brand promise of personal training, it's got to be about everything they're doing outside the gym. It could be as simple as Matt, how's it going with your nutrition? No, oh, man, it. it's
1: pretty bad. Right. Oh, it's not. A, no. Are we role playing? That's what are we a, doing here? I don't know. But that was a bad
0: time to confess. Very common, right? <laughs> or like you just pick, like you know, okay, my job is to get in front of these people and to get them to have, uh, live a healthier lifestyle. They're obviously here. I'm going to coach a great workout. That just barely gives you the right to be in business. A yeah. place is clean. I'm here. The workouts are scientific. The leveling system is dialed in. That's the platform. That's the systematic approach. That is not what makes you a personal training facility. right? It's the care. It's the lens on the business that makes you personal training. That comes from getting them to do things outside the gym that you need them to do. We have the tools for that as well. We have an amazing app. It's like, how's your nutrition going? Oh, you know, I don't know. I mean, if you don't count the bottle of wine and the cheesecake I ate last night, it's like, all right, well, listen, I mean, you still have weight loss goal, right? Yeah, okay. And you know those aren't good things. right? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. All right, well, let's get moving on it agreed. Can we do that? Fair enough. Yes. Okay, great. Here's what I want you to do. You know, pull in my fitness pal, you tell them how to do it right. I want you to track your protein grams for a week. I need you at whatever, you know, okay, you're 140 pounds of lean body weight. Like I need you at 140 grams a day. Right. If you can't get there, we'll get your protein stuff, whatever. But that's where we need to start. And they'll say, okay, okay, well, what you're doing then by default is yes, you're holding them accountable and that's going to move them forward. You're also building value in what you do Uh because if in fact you're seen through the lens of the consumer. As just workouts, it's it's expensive, right? I mean, you're charging a very, very you know valuable, low cost rate for personal training, right. But when if you're just workouts, then by default, you could be lumped in with class-based concepts, which are going to be one hundred and fifty bucks cheaper. right. So be better than that by approaching each individual in each session for just that, exactly what they are. yeah, an individual, what do they need? And how can I ask them the right questions? and move them in the right direction outside of these four walls.
1: Yeah. I mean, that again, that's why they come in the door. That's we, we have a scripted sales process that literally allows you to really make it all about them, create all those expectations of what we're going to be doing during this journey. And then it's just, continually following up, doing those things. And then whatever road that may take, because like you said, that fitness journey is all over the place, right? <laughs> Started out here, but now we're, now we're way left and we're just trying to survive. And I'm super stressed at work. And like, please just help me, keep me accountable, coming to the gym two days a week. Got it.
0: Right. But you have to know that. And that's different than the person next to them who is very motivated right now is planning on running a half marathon. So you're training them around that, which is different than the other person. Who's like, just leave me alone. I just want to try to get here two days a week. Ha ha ha. Great. <laughs> compared to the advanced person that's been here 30 years and they're just on a maintenance plan to right. the brand new person who's trying to lose 50 pounds. Yes, the programming can accommodate all those people, but you have to accommodate them emotionally and yeah. approach them as individuals, which they are, and that's what they're paying you to do. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Absolutely. So I hope that helps everyone understand it's the systems are built to, to certainly, and if you, if you have a fitness business, build these systems, The systems are there to support, but ultimately what's going to make this brand and or your brand say personal training and mean it is the care that you have for the clients, the ability to approach each person individually, and the things that you can hold them accountable to outside of the gym to make them a healthier individual, whatever that means to them. Yeah. Perfect. Agreed. All right. Hope that helps you guys and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, check us out at AlloyFranchise.com for more information on the Alloy systems. Also, leave us a five-star review so we can spread the good word and help more people.